It's time to check the mics. I don't have my headphones right now. There we go. But we'll find out. Oh, I have a pair of headphones in my pocket. If you... <laughs> you know what? Just keep it on that for oh, a second. Yeah. We'll just go by people in the comments. And we'll do it like we did it last time. Check my mic first. Check. Uh... Oh, well, yeah. You can just turn it down. Yeah. All right, so one guy says you both sound great, so All right. great. Checking my mic. How am I sounding? We're checking my microphone right now. Checking my mic, Mr. Regular's mic. How am I sounding? Good. One guy says both good. And then, great. How am, am I good? Is my mic okay? Good. Good. No peeking. Pa 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 pa. Poo 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 poo. Yeah, there you go. Like less formal, you. I don't know what that means. All right, I'm I'm fine. All right. All right. How's Nick? How am I doing? Is is this all right? Can I just sort of lean back here? Well, not lean back, but not lean forward. Uh, is this going to be sounding all right? Just let me know how I sound, um, you know, and hopefully, uh, yeah. Muy fantástico. Hey. Thank you, Matthew Bailey. Huh, it's strange. I'm going to an open mic tonight hosted by a Matt Bailey. Um, good friend. Good man. Maybe it's a running thing that all people named Matt Bailey are decent people. But, uh, okay, so it seems like we're good. So, our, I guess, pause for room tone. Yep. Pausing for room tone. Here we go. Welcome everyone to RCR podcast number 28. I am Nick. I'm Brian. And we are here to talk about basically whatever. Um, I had a pretty weird and ridiculous weekend. Uh, it was, but it, it, what were you up to this weekend? This weekend was a lot of ferry and through hikers around, which I enjoy. Um, gosh, what else did I do this weekend? I was in upstate New Jersey. How's the weather here? It was great. Like, oh, today right. is the first rainy day we've had in a while. Well, because the weather we, has been amazing. We were getting bathed all last week, and then I go to New Jersey, and we were over. Um, uh, eventually, we ended up at Asbury Park, um, and along the uh, boardwalk and all that other stuff there. And it was just sort of uh, okay. So here's the story. Basically, I went to my cousin's wedding, and the reason the title is the wedding snap is because. I've been um, basically, I've been basically sexting with this person on Snapchat for a while, and uh, it's someone that like I met on OkCupid, and we we talk a lot and all this other stuff. She's a really cool person, and uh, anyway, 
she will send me like random provocative stuff, but most times it will be completely innocuous things like pictures of her cat or pictures of whatever awesome meal she's making for dinner. And so it ends up being a, a strange thing where I see the little, you know, Snapchat ghost. Uh, that's the notification that you have a snap. And so I'm sitting there at, at the wedding and, you know, when you go to a wedding, uh, they do that long mass at the beginning and it's just kind of like, eh. Catholic or Protestant mass? Uh, Protestant, as far as I know. Or what, or maybe it was Catholic. See, I don't know did religion. You communion or not? Mm, uh, they did. Okay. Or, well, I mean, they took something. It, it, it was strange. Uh, also, I wasn't did really you kneel. Uh, no, no, I didn't kneel. I mean, was there kneeling? Were, were no, there little no. kneelers in the pews? There, there were kneelers in the pews. Yeah, was, okay, it's a Catholic. Church. All right, cool. Um, but basically, uh, and it was a beautiful wedding. I, I mean, and it was pretty short, so I didn't even really have the right to complain about it being long. Uh, I was just kind of anticipating being bored. So, what ends up happening is that uh, I get the uh, snap notification. And she's like, oh, so how's the wedding going? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm sitting here. We're going through the mass and all this other stuff. And uh, a few minutes later, I get another one of those notifications. And it's just like complete, you know, just like full frontal. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Jesus. Like, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in God's house and I'm surrounded by family. Luckily, no one saw it. But I'm just like, what, the, what are you doing? And she's just like, well, you know, I'm evil. And uh, I'm just kind of... That is some hard-ass flirting. That unless is. Unless she's a super free spirit. No, well, she is that. But, I mean, we... It's just something that happens. And apparently, like, this isn't the only person that it happens with. Because apparently Snapchat is where it goes down. Like, mm. even when... I, I have platonic friends who nothing is happening with. And they'll send me, like, hot stuff on snapchat not in like a flirting way of like how do i look in this lingerie or how do mm. i look in this bikini like that type of thing and you know and they feel comfortable doing it because they know that uh it disappears like mm. you can't save it. well unless you screenshot it and then if you screenshot it uh they get a notification that you screenshot it really? so you you know basically it's one of those things of you're saving it for the uh um spank bank right but it was a strange thing i go there uh, to the reception which is fantastic like one of the best wedding receptions i've ever been to and it was uh one of those things where you can't this is the problem with like a puerto rican wedding of if you go there you can't really go there with the mind that you're going to hook up with anybody because there's mm -hmm a one in five chance that you're related to them uh. <laughs> it's a strange thing uh, through some weird thing now yeah there's the grooms basically my cousin getting married was the um bride uh now the grooms family you know it's you know it's they it's different thing different gene pool basically so but even I just didn't really venture over to that thing because I treat the dance floor sort of like Los Angeles where like, it's a nice place to visit, but like, if you want to live there, you can live there. Yeah. And there are other people just living on the dance floor. Yeah. Like, and they weren't doing anything that I could swing dance to. And so it's kind of like, that's the only dancing I can really do. Uh, 
Snapchat screenshot tip. Turn on airplane mode, load the snap, image cap it, log out airplane mode back on. That's that's so much work. Oh, we uh, have a super chat coming in from David Tomset. You're you're one lucky man, Nick. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, especially uh, it's it's weird in that I, I, I'm terrible at flirting myself. And so but I'm uh, an incorrigible flirt anyway. <laughs> like I flirt with everybody. And so it's kind of a thing where at some point you're you're going to, you know, it's like a blind squirrel finds a nut. Uh, no pun intended <laughs> every now and then. And uh, yeah, but it, that and she she doesn't watch this. So, oh. um, well, that's a thing of like everybody that I meet who knows that like what my actual job is. None of them care. Huh. absolutely none of that none of my regular friends who uh are i see you know at the open mics or who you know i know from other places uh and even some family members they literally don't care uh super chat coming in from jacob uh the jacob sapiro thank you so much man here's five dollars toward the make the stand man a recurring character fun love the demon review uh we were just talking about this before we yeah. went live here that uh people are already common that they want more stan the man reacts videos and that completely goes against the whole point of that skit yeah. uh burgundy burnouts i'll see you i'll get to you in just a sec um he's meant to be the very worst part about watching youtube videos yeah. it's what you're supposed to hate did we do such a good job at being the worst youtuber <laughs> for like 40 seconds that you want to see more of that and honestly after you said that i'm in there getting my coffee getting my uh uh getting another fiber one bar i already had one had two i'm about to have two and that's why this is called who poop last um you we i could do another stand the man reacts but I would have to escalate it to a crazy degree. I would have to shout out to a uh, um, good friend, uh, Officer Dave uh, from the Baltimore Police Department. Dave, I'd have to do that Stan the Man reacts again. I'd have to like be in a precinct holding cell, <laughs> like drawing, uh, talking. You know how YouTubers try to monetize everything about their life? Like somehow he's in a jail cell yeah. and like is still trying to do his show. Hey, hey guys, come to from the jail cell. Like he's grabbing the officer's camera trying to load his YouTube channel yeah. while doing this. Quick, I got to go to Burgundy Burnouts before this thing expires. Burgundy Burnout says, when you describe the Dodge Demon as a boss, boss like boss monster, you're not supposed to be able to beat early on in the game. It reminds me of some Baphomet, Final Fantasy III. Yeah. yeah. And also like the um, the weapons in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's crazy stupid nuts. You're supposed to get destroyed by this yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like Emerald Weapon. I never even bothered. You, oh, you is that the one where you ha you're underwater? You're underwater. There's Emerald Weapon and Ruby Weapon, and just they can both go to hell. Yeah. Uh, but it's, and the Stan the Man thing, it's, it's almost like, you know, you would have to be, you know, the one image is just like you with the the taser parts in you, and as and then you you're in a jail cell or something. I would have to be getting tased in real life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's just. Um, I remember we were at the Trogues Brewery when we wrote that part, the Stand yeah. Man thing, and, and we were sitting with uh, Street Speed Seven One Seven. Yeah, who, good guy. there's going to be a, a collaboration between us and him coming up next month. And the strange part about it was in my head when we were writing it, 
I never thought that there would be like a visual component to it. I just yeah. figured, oh, you'll do the vo a voice for it. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, dude, let's film these, you know, little still shots and everything. And so it's just, you know, Brian in a trash can, snap, move over a little bit, snap. Or hat here, hat here, hat here, hat here. Yeah. And it's just this thing that seeing it all come together, it's always cool. And But I was just surprised by how many people in the comments were like, you know, Stan the Man should be a recurring character. And the thing about it is that, like, if he becomes recurring, we become that channel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 super chat from Wyatt Hotchkiss. And don't worry, we'll, we'll answer the regular chats too we're not just paying attention to super chats but wholeheartedly i thank you for doing this the money you give to super chat adds to our traveling budget and speaking of traveling why i'd ask have you ever thought of doing a meetup in delaware or another meetup in pa i was in delaware i have a friend who she lived there for a little bit um the big question is in delaware where is there um uh, a big enough space to have a car meet i mean you got dover and but that's kind of a cramped city. Mm. Um, uh, I I don't know what you are doing, but I am going to be at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center next month. I am going to too many games. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'll be around that weekend. Okay. So, I, I mean, I'll... I Nothing to stop me from going. We're going to meet up with... Uh, and that's kind of close to Delaware? Eh, Greater Philadelphia Oaks area. Um, uh, but, oh yeah, to answer your question, Wyatt, uh, another meetup in PA... I think we should have another RCR car meet, probably at the racquetball club. On my summer starting to fill up, starting to fill up the weekends. I'm thinking like the end of summer, like um, Labor Day. Yeah, kind of like, well, last year's car meet um, was in towards the end of August. Like yeah. the one that we did where, you know, there was a dog and a lot of Porsches and uh -huh. that one van that had like an, an NES in it. Oh yeah. Those were the guys from Screenwave media who came out. We're going to see them at too many games. Oh, very nice. Okay. Uh, Asuma Possum says, thank you. Asuma Possum for $5. When did hubcap start playing tunes? I love the simple idea of a hero theme for any given car. I hope that concept goes more in reviews. Oh yeah. Like every car has a, can have a theme. Uh, you can think of, of ideas for, for what a car would play if you, uh, I forget the first video we did. Was it the Celica? Celica? So which one? The one that had the line about how if you put a phonograph needle on a hubcap, it'll play. Yeah. Oh, I forget. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I hope we answered the one super chat question that got knocked off the screen there. Um, Gaming Shark 84 says, I work at Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs. Love Nathan's. But but I noticed the company is not so relevant like the old days. Nathan's is good. Hebrew National is better. Hebrew National is superb. Yeah. Um. But what you get with Nathan's is a longer hot dog that has a crunch to it because yeah. it still has the casing. But yeah. Hebrew National, it's a more flavorful hot dog. And I'm not a hot dog person because yeah. it feels like, I don't know, it does things to my body. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, there was a question of someone asking... Um, what constitutes a wingadinga car in the chat hmm. that scrolled by okay uh here's what a wingadinga car is a car that only comes out for car shows a car um owned by a mansplaining male um <laughs> t 
typically 1954 to 1972, right before the the muscle car crash and the Arab oil embargo. Um, It has to be clean. It has to be too clean. You know, here's my toy car is always a bonus, period stuff in it. And also the owner does not go around and look at any other cars at the car show. He sits in a lawn chair by his car and waits for you to toss him compliments like a beggar asking for change. Um, <laughs> Wingadinga car, the guy likes his 50s music. That's it. Um, he, he likes cheeseburger in paradise. He likes all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's a good poll. <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise. Uh, technically, the Vagabond Falcon is a Wingadinga car. Because it's it's a 1960s car with a mild cam. It doesn't race. It's just for cruising. But I think because I abuse that thing um, uh, and drive that in all kinds of weather, although I'm trying to stop doing that and use it as a regular car, it's wingadinga, but on the outskirts. Before it goes away, William Knight. Thank you for 10 bucks, William. Um, got a real question coming from a standard bike to a cruiser. Okay. Which cruiser should I look at? I have an... I have an Indian pale ale on me. Thanks for the laughs. Oh, thank you. Hey, drinking it can't uh, drinking in the daytime. I can dig that. Nice. Um, the, the, my first question would be displacement. What is it coming from? And I'll try to see if you you post another thing uh, in the regular uh, comments to see what uh, what uh, you're going from a standard bike to a cruiser. Which cruiser should I look at? Okay, what what do you want the bike to do? I mean, if 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 no one, as far as motorcycles go, if no one gives me a uh, criteria, uh, I'm going to go to uh, Honda Shadow, Honda Shadow 800, Honda Shadow uh, 1100, uh, that sort of thing. They're excellent cruisers. Um, often you get shaft drives. They're, they're for a bike. There's still going to be maintenance, but they're relatively maintenance free. Um, someone is asking in the regular comments when does the brand shirt go on sale i think i should do that i think i should make a tank top that just says brand on it so uh uh, we'll keep an eye out for more things from william knight uh if if there is uh i mean kawasaki vulcans are good too honestly i'd steer away from victory uh Quick question from from Hugo Gods. We will be coming to PVGP this year. I, thank you for the two dollars. Can someone clarify what is PGVP? Uh, David Buey, what's your question, David? Or did you just give us twenty dollars? <laughs> is I'm, there a thing here? I'm looking up older. Well, thank uh, you, David, for giving me twenty dollars. I mean, I don't have any questions, oh, but I'm looking. Thank f- you so much. In the uh, regular. JD yes. says my 2000 Maxima hubcaps play old maxi pad commercials. This person nice. uh, says, did you see that consumer reports probably won't recommend the model three? Yes. We have an offer for a model three in uh, North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know how long that guy's holding on to that car, but I'm not opposed to, you know, a little trip down to Raleigh. Not sure if I drive or I'd get a puddle jumper from, uh, from MDT. Uh, Harrisburg to go down there. I mean, that certainly would be a money-making video, right? Not to think in business terms, but I want to drive one. Uh, I want to honestly run my fingers over a Model 3 and see what what the big complaint is about. Oh, and William Knight uh, had an FZ6 600cc. Oh, so you're coming off a sport bike. So if you get on a uh, a Honda Shadow, that thing's going to feel dog slow. Uh All right. So, oh, wait, a standard, yeah. Yamaha VMAX, that's still a standard, not a cruiser. 
You know what? This is going to sound weird, man, but honestly, give a Harley Davidson Fat Boy a try. Mm. Give it a try. They'll certainly let you test ride it. Harley's hurting right now, and if you feel like throwing money, I enjoyed that. Harley Fat Boy's a fun bike. It's a big bike, but just give it a try. Give it a test drive. You you, you may like it. Uh, this person asked, uh, or Sebastian Guevara Najera, a uh, fun, reliable first car, thinking about a Subaru or a Civic. Civic. First car, Civic EH2. Fine. I, I always come back to that thing. Civic EH2, the basis Civic you can find with a manual box in it. It's going to be so much fun. Preferably stock. You're going to want that old lady car, early 90s Civic. Trust me. Yeah. You're going to love it. Burgundy Burnouts, thanks again, man. You're balling with us. Thank you for the 10 bucks. Um, we're going to have to ask you to please stop in a few minutes giving us cash as much as you're, you're willing to do that so we can continue with our stories and I, and I can get my brown challenge going. <laughs> um, Burgundy Burnout says, I watched the Dodge Demon video at work when you did the back in the United States of I busted out laughing and had the whole office staring at me. Keep up the good work. See you guys at RCR Nashville. Yeah, Nashville, again, is contingent on the on the Falcon being repaired and being it having it be good for travel. As of yet now, with this um, this mild weather, I've had no cooling issues at all. Um, right now, the Falcon's making a weird noise coming from the rear end under hard braking. Like it's it's rhythmic and it speeds up and slows down um, based on how hard you're, uh, how fast you're going when you slam on the brakes. Not slam on the brakes, but like a really hard brake. Um, probably something with the caliper. I don't know. I don't care. It's it's in August. It'll go in for Bruce's for its annual fix me. That's going to be a big bill. Anyway, Gaming Shark eighty four. Thank you for the super chat. Gaming Shark eighty four says I noticed no one made a review of a Hyundai Hyundai Tiburon GT, uh, or a Hyundai Tiburon Get. I guess it means GT. But my question is, what are your thoughts on the three G uh, three the O three GT manual V six? I think it's a fine car, and it's definitely a way cheaper option than someone who wants a fresh BRZ. Hmm. Honestly, it, it, it may be just as fast or faster. All right. Uh, Nathaniel York says, love you guys. Uh, thank you for the five bucks. Um, when will you be here in New Jersey for Cars and Coffee? Th th thanks for the cash, man. Um, I, I don't know when. Uh, I geez, we have no New Jersey plans yet. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm in New Jersey almost every other weekend just to see my niece and nephew. I mean, if I weren't in visiting a friend in Richmond this weekend, I would probably be back there again because it's my niece's birthday. But I instead, I'm sending a gift over there with my mother who's going to visit. That's another weird story. Uh, where, where did, where the, did the, the intern go? go? It's it's like a running gag at this point. Yeah. Of of uh, or we just need to print a shirt with like a a vague cartoon face that it's a milk carton and it says RCR intern missing. I don't understand this. Natanya uh, York, Natanya, and I'm a N girl, Natalia. but thank you nonetheless. Maybe the people. Are oh, Natalia. Oh, because he said Nathaniel. Oh, oh uh, Nathaniel. Uh, Sorry, Natalia. Yeah, Natalia. Speaking of nuts, I'm not going to get into this. Christopher Conrad, thank you for the five bucks, Christopher. I have too many questions, so I'll just say thanks for the videos. Hey, man, thanks for watching. Thanks yeah. for giving us a job. And we will get to non-Super uh, Chat questions. Yeah. Um, 
just uh abbreviated reviews says still need to get that end table for nick's crotch tea we were just talking about that before we need like a box or something just to sit here i don't know what people expect is going to happen though like it's just sit it's tea that's sitting here at my balls and <laughs> it's, it's not particular like the dunkin donuts uh they're cups are incredibly well insulated so i don't feel any of the there heat there was a ten dollar question Did around I my meat go away oh no uh, i could probably scroll up and find yeah, it scroll up and find a yellow one. uh let's see it, it was yellow uh yeah are you coming with my dad and i on july 14th for the fire truck event oh, in the harrisburg fire fucking truck of... <laughs> yes i want to come to that i want to ride my motorcycle out maybe they'll let me park my bike by your truck so i don't have to freaking park in harrisburg when is that uh july 14th it says when is that um but also let's see scheduling doing this right now and i got these five dollar questions that i can't let go away mm. is that was that the ten dollar one was that was a yeah. fire truck yeah yep uh, okay now i'm um, five dollar one still need to get that end table got that gigantic fifty dollar one let me how much time do i have left of the five dollar one right next to it um no, David Bowie says, here's some beer money for, or a rain poncho, fellas. Thank you. I've been meaning to spend some of this. Actually, we'll spend it when it comes in for next month's thing. Thank you, David Bowie, for the beer money. Um, so let's get this firework thing. What, what, 14th? Yeah, July 14th. So Which, that's a Thursday. Oh, that's huh. June. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, July 14th. Nothing on that day. Just, uh, freaking got it. I'll have to write with a pencil. Um, so I wasn't thinking, uh, fire truck thing, Harrisburg ride bike. All right. That's how you get me to do anything. Get me to put it on the calendar and then it goes down. It's on the calendar. I hope it doesn't rain. Yeah, let's get this uh, $50 question. Thank you for 50 bucks, man. Um, <laughs> Mazda, you've been kind you've been kind to the RX and Miatas, but sort of trash the Mazda 6. And always sort of throw out Mazda 3 as some kind of boring every car. To me, uh, a Mazda 3 is a cheap Fiesta as a kind of boring every car. Did non-sports Mazda do something wrong or are they the milk toast cars? Or are their milk toast cars not your thing? My deal with Mazda is, apart from, you know, their nice sports cars, growing up in the 90s, we had like the crappy Protégé and the 626. Some people really like those things. But growing up, those were the cars, those were the Japanese cars that you didn't want. The Protégé, people in college and high school, they were blowing gaskets. They were leaking oil. They were they weren't very good hand-me-down cars apart you know subarus tended to stay together hondas of hondas and toyotas of course were always solid but you got someone with a mazda 6 in band camp that thing's a rattling piece of crap they've gotten better and one of the cars uh epilonius is uh that i'm looking at to maybe replace goldie as a camera car um, because Goldie's throwing that EVAP code and we learned it's pretty rusty. I mean, I have nice tires on it. I'm going to run those tires right down before I get rid of the car. And that may be a year or so. Um, but uh, the Mazda 6 GT wagon in a stick shift that comes with the Ford. Uh, uh, what is it? 
Ford V6, a uh, Ford Duratec V6, Ford Duratec, uh, double cam V6, manual transmission, station wagon. That thing's going to be neat, but they are hard to find, aren't they? Um, right, uh, was it was some that, $5 ones that I ignored? No, no, no. I just have an on a regular question. Uh, Josh Newton asks, where's the best place to find an unmodified mid 90 civic? Bring a trailer. I mean, you're going to pay for it. You're going to find them. Um, or, or or go to find whatever uh, uh, message boards exist. There are message boards specific free, specifically for civics and sometimes specific to your particular generation. There, if you find forum members, uh, you may find very well-kept examples. going to pay a little bit, but it's going to be worth it. And that's one of the places I'm looking at if I choose to stay with a Subaru Forester to go on the Forester message boards and buy a Forester XT from like San Diego, one with no rust on it. The trick is I don't want one that slammed on WRX springs. I want one stock ride height because the roads around here, you're steep inclines and hopping curbs and stuff. And, I want, and uh, there, there's a 500 yen question. Uh, there's a bit of change for Suntory Hippiki. They are stop selling them, so grab it while you can. But um, yeah, that's a type of that's whiskey, right? I think yeah. so. Um, relaxing times. Make it Suntory time. All right, now it's time for who poop last. I had one fiber, one bar. We're, we're gonna now. Nah, uh, this is another nine grams of fiber. What a delicious product they make. I wonder what would happen if Fiber One were to sponsor a Lemons rally car. <laughs> but, yeah. Speaking of sponsors, as I talk with my mouth full, we got a email from someone from Onnit. You know? The one for Rogan's podcast, the O-N-N-I-T. He's a fan of the show. So someone working at Onnit is a fan of RCR. I like, I, one of the things I see um, in the automotive world is, uh, Will, I see your, your, thank you for the super chat, Will. I just want to finish this story quick. Um, I see people making food choices of convenience as a result of the culture of gearheads. We work on cars for a long time, lose track of time because we're on a roll and we don't eat. And when it comes time to get food, you're usually tired. It's the end of the day. Fuck it. I'm going to order a pizza. But then that happens sometimes two times, two times a week. Or we're going on long road trips as we, as is our want. <laughs> and then it becomes drive through food, Dunkin' Donuts, stuff like that, which is fine for a treat. Um, but those snack trips, you know, when you're trying to make time, you just get the drive through, go right through, you know, man, I, I see a lot of bellies that I really shouldn't be seeing for people who are active as they are in cars. And I think you should spend a little extra money and, you know, have healthier snacks and, and choices. And honestly, you know, you can have a protein shake and substitute it for a meal. It's going to be just as you're going to get more out of that than you're going to get from a dollar menu at Wendy's. That's what I did this morning, um, mostly because I love food, but I hate the process of eating um, because there's a million other things I'd rather be doing when I get up. I would rather just get on with my day. 
So, you know, make a protein smoothie, uh, get that you're full f- until lunch and, mm-hmm. uh, you're not sitting there, you know, like an asshole, like just like, Oh, okay. I got to eat this salad or, right. Oh, I got to make this thing. Yeah. You know, you make it the night before, you know, throw it in the fridge. And then the next morning you wake up, open the fridge, boom, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Cause I had to, there was crazy traffic on the way here. So that's why, you know, this started later than one, but I guess it gave more people the opportunity to show up. So, Hey, no complaints. Uh, burgundy burnouts. I'm not complaining. If you want to do more, you know, Ferris said, don't get in your own way when it comes to making money. Last one. My O2 Firebird hubcaps just played the guitar riffs from Subdivisions by Rush. (laughs) I forgot about that album. I used to have that on my old Dell laptop. I had all this Rush stuff. And then I sort of fell out of Rush. Subdivisions. This person asks, um, uh, Zephyr Silver, is Goldwing a good choice to delve into the world of touring bikes? Well, you're deep, you're jumping right in the deep end, but the thing is, it's a big deep end, and there's lots of different Goldwings. If you want to start with Goldwings, get one from the 80s. <laughs> Holy shit. You'll never find more motorcycle for your money than an 80s Goldwing. You'll be able to find one for like $1,500, two gram. And you get a Goldwing Aspartame. And it's so, oh, it's like Yacht Rock, the bike. It has like Christmas lights on it. So many running lights. Sorry for my mouthful. They're so cool. You get your drink holder. Some of them have tape decks in them. (laughs) They're great. Honestly, yeah. You want to get a big touring, touring bike. Get yourself an '80s Goldwing, and they were all—they were all owned by, you know, older men who took care of them. And you get a—you get this bike that'll just blast a hundred miles an hour with no problems. They're freaking sweet. '80s Goldwing can't go wrong. Um, this person asked Nick or, or, or well, us, uh, what's the writing process for an episode like? It always fascinated me and makes me wonder the amount of creativity each time. And the writing process, I think, is different now than it was when the show started in the sense that, okay, like our process grew out of when we did the car show at Kutztown, like the KUR uh, Kutztown and our the original car radio show that we used to do was just us opening up an auto trader and ripping on cars or talking about, and I still have one of the shows saved and uh, like with... KUR's permission and non-monetized like I would love to publish that on like our SoundCloud or something <laughs> of just for old time's sake especially now that like our names are out there so that because I'm like hey Brian blah 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 or you're like hey Nick blah 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 and it's just us you know sort of telling car related stories about you know that weird guy who hit you up for change on this or not Instead of asking for money, he asked you to fill his gas tank because they had to get to a hospital oh, that's but it was just so weird in that um, you know, the direction that like, it was a very inconsistent story, but if they were trying to screw you, Uh they would ask for money, not for you to just give them like 10 bucks of gas. Right. Um, so it was just a strange thing, but like that type of thing. And so the process 
it would start from uh, just a cafe version of that, of we're sitting around in a cafe. This is the car we're doing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But now it's kind of a separated thing. And sometimes for our writing days, we come together and show what we have so far. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of refine that. that. That's basically what like the Stan the Man thing was of like, you know, I wrote part of that and then give it to you. And it sort of gets refined. And it's, you know, you're making something that you're not going to know how it turns out. Like a certain bits that it work in my head. Yeah. I don't know that they turn out that way until, you know, it's right. done. But, and yeah. a big thing is when you write, then reading your the stuff you've written to another person, you instantly start making changes and improving it because it sounds different. Does reading it allowed, allowed, allowed to yourself and that helps. But then when you get another person to bounce the ideas off of, it gets even better. Yeah. Will Robertson uh, says, "Thank you, Will, for the ten dollars." Um, would you Would you rather? I like Will. I like Would you rather questions? Would you rather go on an RCR trip to Seattle or Vancouver, British Columbia? They are both really beautiful cities with lots of twisty mountain and coastal roads. Also, the summer weather is really sunny. So I got a choice between Seattle or Vancouver. Uh, whichever. Whichever city has the better venue and is friendlier to cars. It's going to be the same flight cost because they're pretty close to yeah. each other. Um, I'm kind of on team Vancouver. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd take, uh, we, we still have yet to do Seattle. Yeah. I, I just get this strange feeling that Seattle's going to be a lot like Portland, which was fine. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. Like, I liked Portland, Oregon. Don't get me wrong. Except that, like, the biker or the bicyclists think they have the run of the place. But it's the idea that Seattle is this place that, I don't know, it's kind of like the American version of it's what Americans think of London of a place that always rains all the Ah, time. That's persistently dreary in a glum sort of way. Yeah. Although Tom Clark says he likes it. He he enjoys overcast days. I don't understand it. I kind of do too. Don't get me wrong. Like I love sunshine and vastly prefer it, but there's something about an overcast day uh, and the rain and all this other, you know, whatnot that just sort of, um, I don't know, like you kind of need it because it engenders this feeling of I should be doing something, uh, uh you know, on these types of days, like I want to write, uh, yeah. on sunny days, I want to be outside or, you know, rainy days. I want to be in the gym, sunny days. I want to be, you know, I want to see people. Yeah. It's just a strange, uh, dichotomy between what you should be doing and what you, you know, feel like doing. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of calls from uh, a question from Luke Leonard. Uh, Mr. Regular, is there any updates on RCR Chicago this summer? You guys should stay out by St. Charles because there are some really pretty roads and it's not crazy hectic like downtown. I know we're not going to stay downtown. I think I'm going to stay up near Schaumburg, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, haven't chose, oh, th- I haven't chose chosen cars yet. And I have to confirm with Mike Steinberg about the proper times. It's probably going to be during the week instead of the weekend. Get a break on flight costs. And uh, there is is a beautiful piece of malaise that I want to film. 
we haven't locked down the dates yet. You know what? Now that I have my calendar in front of me. Yeah. Oh, when's the next week off? Uh, the next, the next week off. You know, the week off we get is a week off before the week when you get the week off. Yeah. So for us, the week off is going to be the week of june 11th but that's not going to work because you're in jersey that weekend um Wait, june 11th that's what i have here june 15th 16th and 17th it says uh, nick jersey hmm. yeah no. quinn I see, I see your super chat question thank you i'll get to it in just a second so i mean i'm gonna be in jersey for the friday or no the sunday that's I fine think. we can yeah. do uh uh yeah july the week of i have a note here the week of the 15th in july um some here somewhere here yeah that's doable oh wait yeah right this right because i don't have to get a video in this is the week i do that it's like in between our like birthdays yeah um what was that sound Oh, you have 12 minutes of battery on your laptop. Remember? Oh, I didn't even plug my laptop <laughs> in. Okay. Uh, Quinn Dixon. Oh, hey, Quinn. Uh, oh, you didn't have to give me another five bucks. Quinn, Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll send you an email with the details for pump primers on July 14th. Uh, you can park at the farm show complex where we'll meet at. Yeah, but I want to ride my motorcycle down on the grass. <laughs> yeah, probably they wouldn't let me through the barricades i'm with quinn yeah great buddy get you and your brat bike out of here uh, uh let me get the uh, thing that makes the pixies go inside the machine that tells people what i'm doing oh at the wedding there was this old guy when i went to go check into the hotel who uh you know the concierge did the whole spiel of you know blah 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 there's no smoking in the room and he's like well well where am I supposed to smoke? It's like, well, you go out front to the side, but not in front of the entrance. You know, there's a spot with it. But, but where am I supposed to smoke? It was just sort of repeating the where am I supposed to smoke? Uh, uh You know, it's this strange thing. And uh, you could already hear that he was kind of like at the end of his rope uh, in terms of tolerance of this entire endeavor. Um, and I d just kind of found it weird in the sense that I'm like, dude, you're old, you're huffing, you probably shouldn't be smoking at all. Uh, it's too late for me. <laughs> That's a line that should go in one of the cars. It's too late for me. You know, you can you can you can start that business. You're always going, Oh, it's too late for me. I'm I'm forty one, it's too late for me. Um, uh, Mike Baraccia asks, any plan for non-cars, a boat, helicopter, bicycle, ATV, razor, scooter? <laughs> I want to do the real Neil's Honda Ruckus. He bought one. There's my motorcycle that we have yet to do. Maybe in the fall, do another airplane with... Uh, I've been hanging out with uh, Tony Airlines, the airline pilot. I told him... That if we get if we get a a plane in the area, you know, like maybe they'd fly into Reading. I don't know if Reading has landing fees or not. Mm, good question. Um, 
That's the weird thing I didn't know about some airports. You got to pay to land there. Yeah. I mean, you land and then they hit you up. Man. Yeah. Uh, the uh, oh I, yeah, one thing I noticed about uh, this, even though there's no lag going on in the video that we see here, I noticed that when I went back, when there was a whole bunch of super chats coming in, it got laggy and it was almost consistent. I don't know if it's our connection or something else. All I have running on this laptop is open broadcaster and then a window to see the chat right there. So, yeah, Evan says, yeah, this stream went to shit for a while. Uh, I think his laptop was dying and killing the stream. I wonder if the laptop's getting hot. Is it? No, the laptop's not hot. Hmm. I wonder if I'm going to have to lower the bit rate on this. I wonder if I can do it while I'm doing it. Settings. Uh, Justin Crawford asked, is a Crown Vic police interceptor a good first car? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is a good first car. It's very cheap. Parts are super cheap because they made gazillions of those things. Um, it'll do everything you need it to do except be good on gas. That's the one thing. I think going to chew through gas. Um, so get your friends to chip in. But yeah, Crown Victoria P71 Interceptor. Great. Um, it may be a hard sell for your parents, but don't call it a used police car. Just call it a Ford sedan, a Ford four-door sedan. That's how you sell it on your parents. Yeah. Um, stream. Nope, that's not it. Then, General. No. Video. Your video output is currently active. Please turn off any output to change video settings. Okay. Uh, base canvas resolution, I have 768 by 376. Um, downsize filter, uh, bilinear, common. I may have to just lower the base frame rate. I have it at 24. Do I want it lower than that? Anyway. Are there, this person, uh, Jancy1992, are there any uploads that, or are there any episodes that you have recorded, saved, but you never uploaded them? I mean, I almost didn't want to publish my winter diary just because I was kind of, I was wondering if it was too personal and I figured, you know, what's the reaction going to be? And like, is the, any of the people who are mentioned in it, even though I changed all their names, like, are they going to be upset? But I kind of like had to do that video for me. So I'm just like, screw it. Here it mm. is. Um, Luke says, are you guys uploading the full podcast after it ends? My connected, my connection went down, uh, my connection went down the shitter as soon as you answered my question. Yes. Yeah. It's, it it's going right automatically. Up. It, it, it loads. There was something else. Any episode sees, I wonder what the, uh, no, all the questions went off the screen again. Um, I have questions from the subreddit, um, which you can ask questions if you go to r slash regular car reviews, which is our subreddit. And at the top, there is a thread for ask RCR, which is for the podcast. So leave a question there. Hopefully we'll get to it here. And, uh, this one, um, okay. Not a question. It's just more, uh, Dodge demon video, straight fire, more Stan, please. <laughs> uh, this one, um, do people ever message you via social media to ask you out? You mentioned being single a lot, so I'm sure you must have some stalkers admirers out there. No. Uh, no, that doesn't happen. Which fire truck is best fire truck? The one that puts out the fire, I suppose. The yeah, one that rescues you, you. I mean, what I little I know about fire trucks is what uh, Quinn taught me about his Han. 
Um, no two of them are ever really alike. They're all made to the needs of the department. Uh, Josh Warso says, consider checking out Road America when you head to Chicago. People keep saying that. Um, one of the best road tracks in the country. Love your work. I would like to go to Road uh, Road America if there's someone there who knows us. I don't want to be the guy coming there and getting all up in everybody's problems and making extra work for other people because I don't know what I'm doing on a racetrack. It works so well at Harris Hill because there were fans there and were able to take me by the hand and show me what to do and not be an idiot and introduce me because I'm kind of awkward when I'm around people who are better than me. And by better than me, I mean more skilled than me. Um, BBI Productions says... If the laptop was running on battery, it could have caused the CPU to throttle down. Okay. Yeah, that's probably it. All right. That was probably it. Um, I wonder if last time we were running on battery and, well, no. Yeah, I, last, I, last time it didn't click in and said it was running out of juice. Uh, this question, on multiple occasions, both Miss Regular and the Roman have mentioned being partial towards art students. Why is that and how has it affected your standards after leaving academia? You first. Oh, well, basically, I, I, it, I almost ended up sort of becoming a human cliche of, you know, that liberal arts major who ends up, you know, falling for art students. And I think part of it is that um, they're complicated in a way that doesn't really allow for bullshit. Uh, they, they sort of call you on things a lot. And I think it's part of that challenge. I mean, I, I, well, it's also the problem that, you know, for as much as I want, things to remain casual i kind of stay in this area where like if someone is important to me then i guess i like i don't know i mistake things for feelings and i end up screwing things up for myself but those relationships with the art students were always sort of um what you see is what you get because i almost feel like they don't care that much so it made me not care that much mm. and so that when it went south i wasn't that upset about it but because i'm not used to every relationship that i've had when it ended i was ready for it to be over except for this one time and that and then you go and you make a i make like a friggin video about it so but it's like you want everything to sort of be uh uh this mutual understanding about about it. And I don't know if it's like the creativity of art students that makes me sort of feel like I'm being understood at a molecular level, but, uh, or the fact that they're always creating something too, you know, uh, it's always busy hands, but you know, it's just something that I've always identified with art students, even though they're in different, it's a different kind of art. It's a different kind of creation, but it's still interesting to me. So, yeah. 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 I'm with you with the, Oh, they're always creating. Um, I can't draw. Art students can draw. I find that amazing. Yeah. Any Anything, I'm attracted to aptitude uh, rather, than, rather than looks. If you can do something really well, uh, that's rousing to me. <laughs> and, it, and it also works in with the whole demisexuality thing. I'm not really interested in your body. I'm interested in your brain. Like, show me what the heck you can do in, um, it's almost a Jordan Peterson kind of thing. Show me your worth. Yeah. Like, when when you're in your 20s, you know, 
uh, there's this really good Drew Carey line where uh, um, he was talking about women and he said, he said, well, she was pretty. I saw her naked. That's all it usually takes. <laughs> and they're like, all right, I'm in love. Like, and for me, it was even simpler. It's like, oh, she's pretty and she's nice to me. And I'm looking for wedding rings. That's how it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys made a real lemons car, you could, oh, I'm sorry, it scrolled away. See, I want, I want a lemons rally car. Um, if you guys made a real lemons car, not a rally, a race car, or not for a rally, a race car, what would I have to do to have a seat as a driver? Well, that's Dieter. He's a friend of mine who actually has some experience doing mm -hmm. this. Um, recently raced that, uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, lemons van oh, that, that I, yeah. uh, was driving in Rochester. So, I mean, I have no idea because it's kind of strange in the sense that I don't know. Like, again, that's a thing that like we personally don't necessarily have experience doing. Yeah. Um, I, I was on a racetrack only recently and, uh, I just want to give uh, BBI production says I could help more. If I knew more about the setup beyond a laptop and OBS, I work for a company that makes streaming and coding gear. All right. My laptop is a Levo Lenovo. What? What is this thing? My laptop is a Lenovo Z 580. Let me type that in here. Laptop is a Lenovo V5. Oh, it's V570, V580. Okay. This laptop I had before I went to Alaska, so it's at least five years old. Hmm. And it wasn't top of the line when I got it. It's like, I need a laptop. Laptop. If Fiber One sponsors your car, would you install dual fart can mufflers? <laughs> um, the um, it's one of those things where I mean, I think the sponsorship—it's kind of a thing of you kind of have to go out and get it yourself. But I have no idea how, other than to kind of, you know, unless it becomes like this movement thing where people are like, "Hey, you should—they're—they're they're adding, the, you know, tagging the the brand." on uh oh, twitter but um ooh, yeah. excuse me what but were, what were we talking about before you were talking about the snapchat story and that yeah and the wedding and that was kind of a nice thing i mean i ended up uh co-babysitting uh my youngest nephew and my niece uh in that i kept going upstairs because the reception was in the same hotel we were all staying in yeah and so the littlest kids were you know in the room with their big brother and i kept going up to check on them i ended up getting peed on which was great uh well i had a dream about getting peed on last night <laughs> <laughs> I, should i tell that story oh yeah uh, let me ask burgundy Brown. um i told len this story earlier today um Burgundy Burnout says, I need a second car in case my Firebird breaks while I'm modding it. I've been looking at an O2's WRX. Mm -mm -mm. A, a, second, a second car for what? A daily or a fun car? If so, WRX, fine. 97 Miata or an O3 Marauder. You know, there is like a little dealership up the road to me that has a, Mi has a Marauder on its lot. Mile per gallon doesn't matter. Well, hell, Marauder. My vote is Marauder. 
I mean, you 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 can get WRXs all day, every day. Marauder, Marauder, that's something. That's something special. That's something fun. Mm. Now, now the thing about a Marauder is, don't think it's going to drive any different than your average Crown Vic. It isn't. It's going to feel exactly the same, but it's just going to have more power. It feels like a Crown Vic. You're driving it. You're driving a Crown Vic, but it's got more power. So that's where it is. Anyway, okay, my getting peed on story. So I so I had one of those dreams last night where you find a girl and you're trying to find a... Do you ever have this? You, you're, you find a girl and you're just trying to find a place to make out and stuff keeps going wrong. Hmm. No? I mean, I'm sure I have. Okay. Uh, it sounds familiar. Kind of like the whole... I There's a class I haven't gone to all semester and it's finals dream. Yeah, there's that. Uh, but... And what ended up... And so... Wait, but how does that lead to you getting peed on? Okay, okay. Here, here's here's the dream. Uh, so I find this like alien, alien girl. And we're talking like 1960s style uh, Captain Kirk going to bang an alien. <laughs> she was kind of like, uh, like a chameleon. And uh, so... We lay down on a beach. Now, this is going to be a dream, so it's going to keep changing settings because it's a dream. So we lay down on a beach, and uh, I'm hugging her, and she... It's crazy that I remember this. She does the move where she takes... Like, this is, like, based on stuff that happens in real life. She takes your hand and puts it on her boob. (laughs) Like that move that girls sometimes do. Sometimes. When they're 23... And they've been drinking 99 bananas. <laughs> so, so, but then the beach started getting cold because it was night. So we get up and try to find some place indoors. We, we find this indescript building and walk through the door and suddenly it's my high school. So we're trying to find a place to make out at Blue Mountain High School. And, uh, so we go to the boys' bathroom in the sophomore hall, and um, she says she has to pee. So she starts peeing, but she has a dick, and I said, can I see it? <laughs> and then she turns around and pees on me and starts laughing. And then at that moment, the door opens, and a teacher, come, a teacher starts coming in. Yeah. And I said... Oh, the water pressure's really high again. It sprayed on me. And the teacher said, yeah, that that happens. <laughs> and then at that point, I guess the chameleon girl was fluid enough in her gender that she looked enough like a boy that the teacher didn't think of anything. But And then we had to leave the bathroom and walk down the hall. But now it was dismissal, so we had to find a bus. Huh. That's... A really strange dream. Yeah. It sounds like the kind that like sticks with you for a while after you wake up. Oh, clearly. Clear well, yeah. It's three thirty PM. Yeah. Um uh Lord Machado. Machado. Thank you for the twenty bucks. Um and keeping the Falcon fueled for a while with this stuff. Yeah. So you've mentioned Jordan Peterson. What type of car would he drive? And I don't think Jordan Peterson's a car guy. Not mm. too many professors I've run into are car guys. Mm. 
Vogel a little bit. He wrote that story about uh, he wrote he wrote a book about trains, didn't he? Yeah, or yeah, like, or like the expansionist movement, or the Manifest Destiny thing, and it yeah. was a bit about the first person to drive across country in a car and what it meant, but it had really nothing to do with the mechanics of it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, anyway, your question. I uh, mentioned Jordan Peterson. What type of car would he drive? I, I think if he's a professor and has other things on his mind, he'd drive like a Ford Fusion. He'd drive like a Chevy Spark, maybe a Prius. Uh, it, it's going to be a dad mobile. Nissan Xterra, maybe. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I got my Ford Escape. Uh, uh, trying to think of a GM thing. I mean, he's got some cash, so it'll probably be nice. Maybe he'd get like a really specced up Subaru Legacy GT. It, it, it would be a car that blends in. It. He sounds like the type of person who has a lot of stuff on his mind, and he just, just wants a car that works. So would buy like an like a sedan. Anyway, what kind of car would he drive, and what's the thing you like about Peterson? I'm trying not to get the. I'm trying. Oh boy, this got dark. <laughs> I'm trying not to get divorced right now, and his stuff about relationship is helping me. Like, what do I like about Peterson? Well, it's just empirical. I think lately he's gone a little bit too deep in the camp, like anti-social justice warriors. Look, man, he's got to make his cash, and he he found a rhythm that works. I don't agree with everything he thinks. Um, he sometimes, I maybe on TV, presents himself as more hard than he really is. Um, it, the more I, I live online, the more I see that people have their game face and then their real face that you meet once, once the cameras are off. And to think that a human being is above that is disingenuous or you're just being a fool. So uh, I think he has his beats that he talks about on Talking Heads and maybe his personal politics change. Some of his stuff makes sense. Others, other, some of the stuff he says maybe just to get a reaction People got to make their money and everybody has their own hustle. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, one guy wants to talk about the dream. Uh, Pranate19 says, about the dream, were you just in the game, Mr. Regular? And sometimes when you're in the game, you got to dribble that ball a little. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, I thought he was about to say I was going to lose the game because you got to think about the game sometime. Yes. Because you just lost it. The, uh, oh, uh, other story. Okay, so my mother's 2002 show. Okay, so this weekend, or this past weekend, this past Friday, was my mother's retirement dinner. So my brother and I, you know, went with her, but we all went separately. So we just, like, all met there. And uh, anyway, as she does the dinner and the speech, and it's great, um... Because it's like a mass retirement dinner for all the people in the school district who are retiring that year. And uh, it's a really lovely speech, too. And it was the longest speech, even though every time we watch the Oscars together, we always get on people's case about, you know, people who just talk forever. But it was very nice. Uh, but on the way out, um, I'm getting ready to leave. And her 2002 Chevy Malibu just bricked. Like, it oh. just won't turn on. 
Uh, so she has a call. I get a call back after I've left that is to the effect of, hey, uh, can you come pick me up? Because they had to tow my car because I guess like the fuel pump's broken or whatever. Um, and there was other th- there were other things wrong with it. But basically we had a, to go to the wedding. Uh, and so she had no car and my car isn't enough to accommodate everybody and all the crap that everyone was going to be taking with. And so she ends up getting a rental from the dealership that on $25 a day, that is not too bad. No, not at all. And it was a Chevy Impala, like a late model. And I'm thinking like, well, I'm I'm kind of expecting that she's going to be weirded out because she's been driving that Malibu for so long that it, there's no way that she's going to really enjoy driving a different car. Although she likes driving mine. Like when we go on trips and I'm just like, Hey, if for whatever reason, your car is whatever, like you, here's a spare, you can just drive my car or whatever. Uh, but apparently she loved that Impala. Like she was in love with it. It was such a huh. strange, uh, and someone yeah, make a face there. I mean, it's an, an Impala, whatever. It's a large. Sedan. No, no, yeah, uh. it's a sedan. But no, but it's like the little things, you know, th- th- that it has its own sat nav, and that you know, it's the own uh, that it has satellite radio, and that it has. These are all things. I, these are all things any mid-level car has these days. These days, yeah. But her thing is that she's literally been driving a 16 year old car for 16 years. years. And so my mom is just very, it's almost strange to her, the idea and the other cars that she's driven are all, all her children have, you know, early to mid two thousands cars. So, I mean, like I drive a 2004, you know, Mustang. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, and uh, my brother used to drive like a 2005 Pontiac Vibe. Right. And so it was one of those things. She doesn't have experience with what all this What happened with technology. the Vibe? Because that's not a bad Oh, car. that died. Uh, that, that died like a long time ago. Oh, and okay. uh, it was just, you know, it's it held on for until like 2012-ish. Mm. I mean, he didn't get it new. So it's not like it's a mm. thing. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a... Uh, so how are you hanging in on the uh challenge i'm fine yeah i must have some serious tolerance i know it's gonna do i have any coffee left i can supercharge it (laughs) i can go have bidet yay Mm. i got my pressure just right on my bidet i can have like i it's enough that if i turn it all the way up it hurts a little bit Mm. actually no if I turn all the way up, it hurts too much. Yeah. So I got to back it off. Although I use full blast when I change the angle on my bidet to to shoot all the way forward and wash the back sack. Yeah. Man, uh, Tim Strickler is right. You get that $30 bidet off of Amazon. That is a game changer. Yeah. I'm at the gym wiping myself. Everything's hard and rough. <laughs> Uh, Metru says, what's the best way to shit like Niagara Falls? Um, plums. Uh, plums. Plums. You add coffee, it's going to help anything. But yeah, plums. You can do fiber one cereal. Add water. Tends to soften things up. I'm not talking water up your ass. I'm talking about being generally hydrated. 
Yeah. Stay away from cheese. Cheese hardens you up. We've been going for an hour. Have we? I mean, we keep going. I don't have anything. I did my laundry yesterday. I don't have anything else to do today other than finish my section for uh, my workload for um, next Monday. And then fill, I'm going to fill four water uh, jugs, you know, old milk jugs, but they're water now. Take them to the pavilion, drop them off for the hikers. Um, They're not showing up for like another hour still. Well, how about um, that story about the guy that you found? The, the, um. Homeless guy? The homeless guy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. By the Wawa in Hamburg, um, <laughs> like you guys know what I'm talking about. Everything's so PA centric. Yeah, there's like seven. Okay. Hmm. Would Jordan Peterson drive a Toyota Avalon or Buick LaCrosse? That's a good question. Probably the Avalon. Hmm. I'd say LaCrosse. Hmm. When you said Impala, that sounds like another boring ass car he would drive. <laughs> um. Oh, relevant question. Josh says, remind, get back to yeah, that yeah, yeah, homeless yeah. guy story. Uh, how do you deal with damp ass after using a bidet? I like the idea of a bidet, but not the idea of having a damp asshole after finishing. I keep a dehumidifier in my bathroom because my bathroom does not vent properly because what you're looking at here used to be an attic. So uh, after a shower at night, I turn that dehumidifier on, set the timer for two hours. It sucks all the uh, moisture out of that room and also dries my towel in the process. So if I, so I can straddle uh, this uh, dehumidifier and dry warm air is uh, making everything cozy. <laughs> or I have a dedicated wipe rag. <laughs> After, uh, don't use the blue one in there that's sitting oh, on the oh, counter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so you can go on Google Maps if you want and type in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, or actually just type in the Cabela's Hamburg and look at the map. Uh, there's an inter- It's intersection of Pennsylvania Route 61 and U.S. Interstate 78 and or wawa hamburg and there's a traffic light right there and there's a homeless kid really um who's posted up there and he's been there since like february i started seeing him when we got back from new zealand and he doesn't bother anybody he doesn't come up to your car i haven't seen him he never talked to me uh because i'm in and out of that traffic light all the time I never see him approach any car. He just hangs out there by the streetlight with his sign, with his military style backpack. And recently I saw him at the St. John's Pavilion in Port Clinton, which is one of the stops along the Appalachian Trail. Uh, He was rooting through the hiker box, trying on clothes. Uh, A lot of hikers around this time start shedding uh, shedding their winter clothes because don't need it and you know i wanted to say like you know i noticed all the all the uh hiker food was gone mm. when, but you know it was a day in between you know someone else could have cleared it all out um 
he's a young kid. He has a soft southern accent, like a very mild one. There isn't there isn't twang on the R's or the A's. Mm. Uh, Len thinks it could honestly be Southern Virginia or even Northern Virginia. Uh, my guess was West Virginia. Could anywhere around there. Uh, her description is, yeah, that kind of sounds like a a Southern but not Southern accent. You can tell it's Southern, but it's not Deep South. Um, uh, it's not even it's not even North Carolina, because uh, after our trip, you know, North Carolina and Southern Carolina are very specific. Um, one Rokon says hi, hi. Um, AWL Storm has something interesting. What are your What are your thoughts on the transition to Easy Pass only and paperless on the PA Turnpike? Great, good. Get the frickin' Easy Pass. Stop holding up the show. <laughs> yeah, but oh, they're they're gonna they're gonna track you, and I got change. Maybe I want to talk to a human. You ever think of that? <laughs> For Christ's sake, just get the pass. Just drive through. Anyway, yeah, good things. So I'm there sweeping up in the pavilion and this homeless kid, like looking at his face, you know, he's, when he smiled at me, he was also missing his either uh, lateral, I think it's lateral incisor mm. on, uh, it would have been left side. Right side. No, I'm looking at a camera. He looking at yeah. It would have been this, this side. He was missing either his lateral incisor or canine or, or or both. I didn't get too close to him to check out his teeth, although I saw there was one of those. It's one of those two teeth he's missing. Um, and when he smiled, uh, I didn't see too many lines or wrinkles. So there's still some baby fat in his face, which puts him, you know, mid twenties. And uh, skinny kid didn't say much. Uh, he did that sort of nice, like tried to make nice normal talk. Um, someone left a spray bottle of Rain-X near the hiker box. Mm -hmm. ah. You never know what some hikers carry. Yeah, um, you use maybe it to barter with someone. I don't, I don't know. know. I, it may have been someone from town going, I know why hikers are, they get rained on. This gets rid of rain. <laughs> this is for car windshields. It doesn't, Yeah. you know, you can buy uh, uh, Neverwet now on Amazon. Do you remember those videos where they showed like mud and stuff just bouncing off people's clothes? Yeah. Yeah, you can buy that stuff. It's like $15 a bottle. I may buy one just to see what it, if it's... People said it works, but it only works for a little while and then you got to spray it on again. Mm. Anyway. Um, have you heard Tim Wilson's video on Southern accents? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, but what happened to the kid? He was still, he, he sat, like after he tried on clothes, uh, he sort of just sat on the bench. And I'm taking my sweet time sweeping up, sweeping stuff that doesn't need to be swept. Because I kind of wanted to see if he was leaving, I'd want to see which direction he walks. But he, he just sat on one of the benches there and didn't move. Like he just sort of sat and stared at nothing. So, all right. Um I suppose if you live on your own um, like that or live homeless, you get 
some sense of how to judge people really quick if they're about to make trouble for you, if you've been doing it for months or even years. And um, some people said he was living in the woods behind the Walmart. So honestly, I feel like going out there and see if there's like a little bivouac camp or something. Mm. No, I'm not gonna mess with him. He doesn't. He's not hurting anybody. He's not doing yeah. anything. Do I want to give him money? You know, well, people give us money. Yeah. Um, it all depends. Uh, I'll talk to him more if he feels like talking. You never know what their story is. I mean, people. I got talking to Len about how. You know, growing up, I fucked up a number of times, had to come back home, you know, friends paid for things. And if it wasn't for that net and having a good home life, um, you know, I, I could have been couch surfing or something like that a few times. Yeah. And if if there's luck in anything you know people said oh you're so lucky to have a youtube channel that works i mean the real luck was having a a good home life and a good family that's the real luck that you come out and you get that 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 base and not a lot of people have that and some people they don't have a good family and then they don't have friends who can help them and maybe they're living in an area that doesn't have a very good doesn't have charities or or even churches that have the money to 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 help the destitute. Yeah. So out they go with their wits and a sleeping bag and try to make a plan. And then you're getting malnourished, your brain isn't thinking right or maybe maybe the reason that that you're that you're in this mess is he had some mental problems that were compounded by, you know, a lousy home life. And here you are, man. Um, mm. William S. Burroughs said, never offer sympathy to the mentally ill. It's a bottomless pit. Um, which I guess he was really talking more about like dumb people or leeches in your life. Like, yeah, like, I yeah, mean, you can give them money, but it ain't going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think part of it is, um, being truly fortunate means always being able to go home again. And so you have a kind of support system and other people don't have it. And so it's like you said, you know, not everywhere has the ability to, to shelter these people. And so they're going to make a go of it. And then, you know, you do end up uh, sort of people will commit petty crimes or misdemeanors just so that they end up in the slammer because at least there you have a bed, you're getting three square meals a day you know, um, and depending on the severity of your crime, you're not unhirable when you get out, although it does make getting hired way harder, but it's a sad state of affairs. And that's why I always feel like I do kind of give money, like not a lot. Like if I have a 10 spot on me, I'll just like, here you go. Um, on the ones who aren't, um, sort of bothering anybody who aren't approaching when uh, cars who yeah. aren't sort of being aggressive about it. The ones who kind of um, are just sort of there keeping to themselves, not really minding anybody. Um, and, you know, maybe I am, maybe there's a grift involved. Maybe there's not, but I mean, I almost feel compelled to sort of 
do something in a mm-hmm. weird sort of way. And it's, you know, I was fortunate enough to sort of have something on me. And so, and what am I going to do with that money? Like, I'm going to, you know, get like a tea or, or a beer or a glass of wine or something. And it's, you know, that could be a uh, food for somebody. You don't have to uh, necessarily, um, I don't know. It's when you have something on you, you can go without easier. Yeah. So I thought about when I was uh, in school and I was living at 149 Main in Kutztown. And uh, by the way, people in the chat, let me know if the frame rate picked back up and the str- and, and the strength of the feed is, is good or so-so. We were watching it before. And um, I was living in this house during uh, grad school with some undergrads. And there was this one uh, kid who would show up from time to time, sometimes longer stays than others. And uh, his name was Carrie. And when I complained about him, I called him Homeless Carrie because he was. I think he was a student uh, in Kutztown and dropped out. The story I got from one of the pothead roommates I was living with was um, he can't go home or his parents hate him or a combination of those two things. So he slept on the couch, slept on the floor, would go away for a few days, would come back. Uh, He could play the guitar. He could sing. And if you gave Carrie food, he would improvise a song about the food on the spot. Hmm. So he had some skill and he could repair guitars too. He had about a year to get a plan together because the potheads were, they were moving out and... You know, they were graduating undergrad or who knows what. And, um, or one kid was, oh wait, I know. There were three people living in the house. One was leaving. And I told the other pothead who was staying, look, I I like living here, but we're very much different people. Um... It's not going to work out in the long run, but everything's cool right now. Either you find two new people or I can find two new people. It's up to you. Um, but I don't think this is going to last. Mm-hmm. In another, Either I move out or you move out. And whoever's staying here has to find two people. So I kind of put the onus on him to do some work. Yeah. Like if I work out, I'm not going to find two new people to live here. You're going to do that. Yeah. Or I could stay here and you could find your own way and I'll find two new people. Which I and of course, what do you think happened? Yeah. He split, and I found uh, Monet Anderson. Oops, sorry, she, she's a science teacher right now. Great science teacher. I found Monet Anderson, Tyler Grimm, uh, which we reviewed as Toyota Tacoma, and later when Monet graduated, in came Corey Walton, and then I reviewed her car, and I'm friends with all three of them. So anyway, it worked out. But Carrie, as the two potheads left, I started cleaning the house, and I was the only one living there. But Carrie was still there. Mm. And the couch had disappeared. And then the chairs disappeared. Like all of their stuff, the pothead stuff, all of my stuff was in my room. Yeah. I had nothing. The only thing that was out in the main room was my record player. Um, And so there was like an empty room with just this console record player in the corner. And, or I think I even brought that into my room at one point. Nah, I, I guess I didn't care. I think I bought that thing for 30 bucks. That thing might have stayed outside. 
Anywho. Carrie was still there lying on the floor. And I'm like, look, um, the lease is up soon. And there's going to be people moving in. And I got to start cleaning this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. You know, it's it's tomorrow I have to start cleaning this place. Okay. And then it's the day when I'm supposed to start cleaning. And there was it was tough to tell this kid who didn't have a home, you got to go. Mm. I got to get the shop back in here. I got to repaint. Yeah. I got to get the cigarette ash out of the carpet. Yeah. And, you know, it's midday. And I said, I, I said, I, I came back from class. Or because um, I was taking some. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not that it matters to you. But I was working at the school. So I came back from work when I was done. It's three o'clock. Carrie's still here. And I looked at him like, okay, man. I was angry, but I'm like, I can't get angry at this kid. I got 30 pounds on him. The kid's like a buck 20. Yeah. He's malnourished. He's skinny, but he's got to go. And I remember what I said to him. I said, I got to go upstairs and have a conversation. I walked up and talked to one of the guys who lived in one of the apartments upstairs about nothing. You know, I just yeah. talked to him about something. It's like, look, if if I stand here, I'm going to say something I regret at this kid or I'm going to put hands on him. So I just walked upstairs, bullshitted with whoever lived upstairs for a little bit. I forget who came downstairs. He was gone mm. and his, and his bag was gone. And that was, I, I think I saw him like, briefly back i think he had a pickup like his he had like pens or something oh no wait when i came back downstairs there were uh there was a piece of paper on the middle of the living room floor and all of his pens like the guy drew like graffiti style art all of his markers were in a circle as if they were pointing at the, and, and I'm talking about markers. I'm talking like 20 of them. Yeah. Pointing at this square that says, don't take stuff coming back. or Don't take this pile of things. It's mine. Mine. Came back later. It was gone. I think I saw him getting into a car with some disheveled guy. And um, that was it. That was all I saw of Homeless Carry. I heard from someone else. And I think it may have been one of the potheads I ran into later um later on that year and said yeah last time i heard he was he was in the park sleeping in the, in the dugouts of the softball field mm. right and that was the last i heard of homeless carry nuka Cadola, thanks for uh 4.99 uh here's a few bucks for the fiber one fund yeah i haven't pooped yet <laughs> it's gonna happen don't worry yeah it's coming it's coming that is yeah yeah so that was kind of a weird bummer story about homeless carry. I want to leave on a high note, but it is what it is. I mean, when you talk about American realism, that's what it is. Yeah, it's it's the reality of the streets and the people who live on them. You know, it's kind of you can't shy away from the idea that there are people out there struggling. Not everything has a happy ending, no matter how much you want it to. And the thing about American realism and early American modernism is none of it can be exaggerated. Um, you can change names and stuff. That was the one difference between regular modernists and Mark Twain. Mark Twain clearly exaggerated. Yeah. And 
Um, but, you know, Dreiser and um, Hamlin Garland, Ham and Garland didn't. These were just regular stories that kind of didn't have a climax. This this is a slice of life yeah. in its full brutality. And in that is supposed to be beauty. David says, you guys have good hearts. Thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, Alex Jesser says, hey, Roman, I would like to listen to more of your stuff, too. I hope you guys don't mind me quoting you and my music. I mean, I don't care. It's a. Uh... Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a question. Oh, sorry. I'm off mic. I don't know if this is a question for as I ask it <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> but Vince Tunnel Chaser, who had the Dodge Demon, uh, he wanted to know if he could have a copy of your song. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's literally, I mean, I didn't. The all that exists of the song is what's in the video. Right. Yeah. You can, uh, you can just. Well, you have the file, file. so you can just forward it to yeah. him because um, you have his email address. Um, I think he wanted to put it in, a, in one of his videos. Is, I mean, that's fine by me. Okay. I mean, I don't need to. It's just, you know, what that video You know, the, 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 our first day went by. We got our money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just a strange... Um, Shane oh. says, are we using Toledo, Ohio, or Norwalk? Norwalk. Don't know where Norwalk is. Um, no, as of now, the only travel plans we have are is Chicago and maybe North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to stay for the heat of the summer. I, I like staying around here. Just to, I need to savor the summer. Yeah. I don't want to do all the things in immediate PA of like riding bikes and driving the Falcon and stuff before it becomes ass again. The strange thing is we don't really get fall anymore. So it's, it, you know, summer just extends indefinitely and then it's winter. Um, you know, you get these Indian summers that it's September and it's still 79, 80 degrees. Uh, but still, it's just, um, you know, I, I get that weird sensation too of wanting to like soak up the summer into my like bloodstream uh just because it feels like you're you're fighting so hard to get to it throughout the year of that's a good line yeah that's a good line uh what's my favorite sex but uh cowgirl let's go with that um it's it's fantastic you can't go wrong with i touch my feet a lot yeah i don't have a foot fetish I mean that. Yeah. I just I just don't wear shoes in the summertime. Uh I uh like I, I'm always touching like you, you ever like just stick your hands down your pants just to like hold <laughs> hold it? Just like you're not doing anything w- with it. Like you're just like watching TV and you just have like your hand on it. Like an Al Bundy. Yeah. And it, just because, you know, it's there and it's just uh you know, it's it's great. <laughs> I don't know. It's just um I think when I in my younger days, yeah, but that's when I was thrill jerking. <laughs> like trying to get off during freshman orientation in college by going into a bathroom in the student union building, going for the thrill jerk. Mm. Uh, an hour and a half. 
Oh wow! Yeah, that's huh. Uh, Roman do ween covers, please. I did. Um, it's gonna be all right for a video, and I forget which one. Um, and if I could remember the lyrics, I could probably remember the car, but I can't remember the lyrics. Uh, oh, do I want to do a Chicago meetup or something? And one guy is asking Calabash Chicago dates. The dates are tentative. Yeah, can change, but as of now, week of fifteenth in July. Yeah, we're it's yeah it's the summer so which gives and, us which gives us over a month to plan. Yeah, and hopefully the weather will be nice as opposed to the last time we were there, which was just kind of man. Over. May's almost over already. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, I mean it's Labor Day weekend this, this week. Or, this I mean is, a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah, this is when it starts speeding up. Yeah, like May is May is Thursday. May is Thursday of the year. June is the Friday. Yeah. This is the way I felt about it. June is June is summer's Friday. July is summer's Saturday. Yeah. And then August feels like summer's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you still have the whole day off, but you got school tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And that thing of even when you're not in school anymore, it's like that anxiety of of yeah. that old school anxiety that still goes around. Um because you know, I we have this YouTube thing. I can do whatever I want. So September is just as warm as August, really. Just as yeah. warm as late August. You can still do do stuff, but I get, but I, but I feel sad because oh, I got school, but I don't. Yeah. Which is why I, I do like that idea. You suggested Vegas, and I'm kind of thinking, <laughs> like uh, trying to get to the find out what the deal is with Hilton Grand Vacations. Like every now they try to send me, you're in a Vegas for fifteen dollars a night or something like that, just to do RCR Vegas, like in the depth of winter. <laughs> just like fuck it, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Like I could see going on a a trip to south the Southwest U.S. Um in march like it's the like the depression that sets in on the first day of spring and it's it's fucking not yeah you know that march oh it's, i thought it was supposed to be spring now. and it's winter <laughs> yeah like no really have our spring breaks so we can leave and it can be warm yeah and supposedly like vegas is great in like march yeah um, I'm not going to go to the strip. I'm not, I don't want to drive down the strip. I don't want to be with all of these dads thinking that their youth lies at the bottom of a big fruity drink. Mm. Like, oh, if I pull this lever enough, that, that, that endorphin rush from, from my first boob feel is going to come <laughs> back. Yeah. Oh, to be about all these freaking not neck tattoo dads. I'm thinking... There are versions of dads, and I know some of them, who are translucent with their adultery. Ooh, that's a good line. Uh, yeah. Like, they're eyeballing up the waitress at Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Like, and their kids are like, ah, oh, you see that girl? I mean... And those are the people I, I suspect I'd see in Vegas. Because what I think... For those type of people, it's like what other thrill remains? Because mm. uh, life has now gotten to a point where I'm taking the kids to Ruby Tuesdays. Like, yeah. what am I doing here? Well, you know, they don't have an adult uh, puzzle on the back of the menu, so yeah. you know, you know, eyeing up the waitresses is the 
maze on the back of a children's dinner oh, menu. For an adult. Yeah, yeah, that's for an adult. the fun. Yeah. <laughs> to like see how long you can just stare at her tits. Yeah. Twiggy says, I used to thrill jerk wearing an overnight an overnight heart monitor as a kid? Wait, what? Best part of the entire medical debacle was hoping some technician saw my heart rate spiking all night long and getting a good laugh. Mm. So why was he? Why, why were you wearing a heart monitor? Some sort of heart conditioning? Mm. Hopefully you're well. Dallas, Dallas Fort Worth is great in March too. I just want like nice warmness. Yeah. Like that nice 71 degrees, no humidity. Yeah. Like jacket or sweater. I don't even care necessarily what it's like where we're going as long as it's not here in March. Yeah. Because here in March just sucks because it's just snow and you think you're over the hub and then it's late March and there's another one. Yeah. And you're just kind of, you you just want it over with. Um, We all remember the first base boob peel. Yeah. And and mine was trashy. I wish I didn't. What's mine? I think I forgot. My, mine was saggy and wet like a gas station hamburger before. <laughs> Sa- soggy and wet like a like a Sunoco hamburger. <laughs> Go on a cruise. I I, I don't I, no interest in cruising. Yeah, like, there's nothing for me to do. A drink. Oh. Okay. Uh, cruises are like playgrounds for dads yeah they lock you in like the one play like the playground like the 12 and under playground with the fence yeah that has the two fences you gotta turn and then turn again <laughs> and they both have gates yeah for that you just go to oh yeah you don't have to worry about anything you go on the cruise we're gonna be drinking heineken's <laughs> and coronas there you know the pool tables the pool tables they move when the shit moves we're gonna play eight ball and nine ball carnival crew <laughs> Uh, Dieter says, I went to Vegas in the end of June, hotter than the surface of the sun. Go skydiving in Vegas. You can see the Hoover Dam, nope. Lake Mead, the Strip, and the solar farms in California. Double also nope. see the Hoover Dam. Hoover da- yeah, that's, that, the, no. that's like the United States of hard pass. Yeah. Like, I'm just not about jumping out of a plane. Um, I'm hardly about jumping out of a trampoline mm-hmm. on into a pool, much less out of a plane. Um, uh, well... I got to pee again, and I think the poop's coming with it. Yeah. 